1: Yeah. <laughs>
4: 77
5: W.A.B.C. And good morning. Good morning. Good Monday morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 W.A.B.C. I hope you had a great weekend. I had a good time in Providence, Rhode Island with my nine-year-old grandson. And for the first time with just me and my son, Also joining us, my two-year-old granddaughter. We had a great time at the uh, Brown-Harvard women's uh, basketball game. And uh, thank God my granddaughter spilled popcorn in the middle of the court a full two hours before the game, before tip-off. At the basketball game, the Browns women's team had a uh, basketball clinic uh, for the kids in the community, and my grandkids were there, and it was great until my granddaughter did a wham moment, Grandpa, and decided to do a um, a dominant Carter, if you will, and spill the popcorn in the middle of the big B for Brown University, and and the experts were nice. The only thing they said to me is they said, sir, from this point on, please stay off the court, and, of course, you have to respect that. A programming note, I will be joining our owner-operator, John Katsimatidis, each day this week from 5 to 6 p.m., so I will be back today, a bit later on today, 5 to 6 p.m., for the uh, the uh, Cats at Night uh, program, I'm greatly looking forward to that and joining Mr. Katsimatidis and uh, his panel and his worldwide guests. So, obviously, we must deal with the Chinese spy balloon shot down over the Atlantic as the entire Senate is set to be briefed on China next week. So the first question is, why did it take our government so long to respond? And the balloon was shot down by an F-22 fighter jet over Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, and landed in just 47 feet of water, which should make its recovery relatively easy. And so China is pointing to the u s saying that basically this is an act of aggression uh by the United uh, States of America. but I want you to listen to this Senator Marco uh, Rubio, the top Republican from Florida on uh on one of the uh, Senate committee's uh, Foreign Relations committee, and he appeared on ABC this week and he talked about the chinese balloon and I have to tell you that what he expressed is exactly what it is. This is not just about spying in a balloon. It was a test from China to try and illustrate the demise of the United States government. Listen to what Senator Rubio had to say.
2: Uh, Their uh, spokesperson has said uh, that this was, of course, simply an accident, a, a weather balloon that veered off course. But then they said this. For the United States to insist on using armed force is clearly an excessive reaction that seriously violates international convention. China will resolutely defend the legitimate rights and interests of the enterprise involved and retains the right to respond further. So what do you make of that? It sounds like they are threatening or at least suggesting some sort of retaliation for for the taking down of this balloon.
3: Well, I can assure you that if we fly a balloon over China, they're going to shoot it down, and probably a lot sooner than we did. But I think there's an important thing to understand is, look, there's intelligence value to what this balloon did. That's why they have them. That's why they've used them. And uh, we'll learn more about that here in the days to come, especially as we're briefed on it. But there's a symbolic issue at play here. This is not a coincidence that this thing traversed the United States over sensitive military sites, leading up to Blinken's what was scheduled to be his visit to China. And this is deliberate. They did this on purpose. They understood that it was going to be spotted. They knew the U.S. government would have to reveal it to people who were going to see it over the sky. And the message they were trying to send is uh, what they believe internally, and that is that the United States is a once great superpower that's hollowed out, that's in decline. And the message they're trying to send the world is, look, these guys can't even do anything about a balloon flying over U.S. airspace. How can you possibly count on them? If if something were to happen in the Indo Pacific region, you're going to count. How can you count on them if they're not going to do anything about a balloon over U.S. airspace? How are they going to come to the aid of Taiwan or, or stand with the Philippines or Japan or India if when the Chinese move on their territory?
5: And what did Rubio say that wasn't accurate? It was dead on accurate. It's a display that China believes that America is weak that's one of the stories we will deal with a number of issues we have this morning uh a second one the shot off duty police officer's brother-in-law returned fire during that botched uh, new york city robbery and uh, apparently they will the police officer and his brother-in-law were looking to purchase uh, a a a vehicle and uh this happened in uh in brooklyn and they were lured lure to the area on Facebook Marketplace. Folks, please be careful. You know, I've used Marketplace myself, and and this really uh, this really scares me, and it should scare all of us, and we've got to be diligent and careful because of the world that we live in thanks to these animals that are out here always plotting, attempting to take advantage of, of uh, good-willed people. Another issue, you may recall the woman. The woman that was referred to as Mama Bear, in terms of uh, some guy sucker punched her four-year-old son in Times Square. Well, she said that she was considering, considering leaving the city of New York, and that is exactly what she has done. That is exactly what she has done a community that I know pretty well. I I used to have a a home there, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. She just uh, moved to Myrtle Beach, picked up her family, and left, left New York. And on this one, good riddance. Bye-bye, bye-bye. I'm referring to the migrants, and this is something Curtis Lee has talked about uh, for a few weeks now, the migrants that are taking off to Canada, to Canada, after being fed up with New York accommodations. And so migrants, some, but not enough as of yet, I hope there are many more, effective today, tomorrow, and the days ahead, are abandoning New York City for Canada with taxpayer-funded bus tickets. Bye-bye. I'll leave it at that. I can't say what, what else I wanted to say here. But apparently these migrants are fed up with crime and and what's going on, and they're heading up uh, to Plattsburgh, New York. Here is what I like. Here's what I like about what Canada is doing. After arriving, so they take the bus up to Plattsburgh. It has to be to some location in the United States. Plattsburgh. I've been there several times, as I mentioned with Curtis Lewa. Plattsburgh is only 20 miles. Uh, I believe it's south, 20 miles south of the uh, Canadian uh, border. It's near, not far from Montreal, and uh, the Amish live up in uh, some Amish in Plattsburgh, New York. And you could literally take another bus, just 20 miles, and you're in Canada. And so here's what I like, the message that the Mounties that are stationed in at the border, what they are saying to the migrants upon arrival. And I am quoting, you have entered into Canada, you are under arrest. That's what the U.S. should have been saying. They then tell the migrants Take everything from your pockets and put it in your bag. Only dinero, Spanish for money, in your pockets. Now, I want to read a quote to you. And does this sound like someone escaping political persecution from their country? I want you to listen to this and you tell me. We're about to open the phone lines, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. I want you to tell me, this is one of the migrants, and I want you to tell me if it sounds like they are escaping danger in their country. Does it sound like they're escaping political persecution? This is a direct quote. I wanted to live in New York because I thought it would be a better future for my daughters. But as the days went by, I saw insecurity, many homeless people, many people who shout and are disrespectful, and many people on drugs. I am going to Canada for the safety and future of my girls. I only ask, God, that everything goes well and that Canada is not like the United States. Another man says he decided to leave the city. You cannot make this up. You cannot make this up. Another man, a migrant, says he left the city after being kicked out of the Row NYC Hotel near Times Square and relocated to a homeless shelter in Brooklyn. So he didn't get the deal that he wanted, and he wants to take his marbles and go somewhere else. How about this? Go back to your country. How about that? How about that? And so apparently the National Guard soldiers have been uh, have been passing out tickets, distributing tickets, bus tickets at the bus terminal to migrants who want to head upstate before crossing into... Uh, Canada And the city, in part, uh, pays for this. And um, this is something that we can only hope that it's going to increase and increase rather fast. Go to Canada. Go to Canada. Let's start with the uh, telephone calls. Let's begin with Robert Suffolk County. Good morning, Robert. You are on the Dominic Carter Show.
6: Hi, Dominic. Good, Good morning. morning. Good morning. I'm happy you spent some time with your family over the weekend.
5: Oh, thank you. Thank you. That's very nice of you to say, Robert. Go right ahead, please.
6: Okay. You're welcome. On the air, it was said by our own government that it is a surveillance balloon and that it is maneuverable, remotely controlled. Okay. We had plenty of opportunity to shoot this balloon down when it was in remote areas, starting with Alaska where it was first spotted. It traversed across most of central United States where there are sensitive military installations. This was a target acquisition mission. Any airman will tell you at 60,000 feet up, instead of 60 miles in low-Earth orbit, where most spy satellites are, you can acquire an intense amount of detail with the high-resolution cameras are available. Plus, you will get the GPS coordinates, which can also be interpreted from the imaging data, beside Robert. where this balloon
5: is, actually is robert i i i agree with you and it, it is it is it is quite scary the amount of uh, military installations and bases that they may have been able to already obtain valuable sensitive information about what's at these bases and like you said coordinates it's it's just very very shocking
6: what i think is going to happen is china will invade taiwan They'll start attacking before they invade and say to the United States, don't help Taiwan, don't have the allies help Taiwan, or we will launch a nuclear strike. We now have the coordinates necessary to accurately take out ICBM's and military facilities of command and
5: control. Well, Robert, let, let's hope that that's not the case. But. It, it, the entire situation uh, is is quite uh, eyebrow raising, and and it's reason to to be concerned. It is reason to be concerned, Robert. I appreciate the call, Suffolk County, this morning. Thank you so much, Anastasia in Astoria. Good morning. What's on your mind? Good morning.
7: What's on my mind? Well, in listening to all this between the Biden family, being involved with China. Why would our president, who compromised with China, it is obvious he did not want to ruin the relationships with them since they're doing business. So they could have taken it down as soon as it appeared. And like everybody else is thinking, of course, they would have had a lot of information instead of looking in the ocean to find the pieces which might not be as accurate as they would if they did it with that technology like this gentleman just spoke but unfortunately everybody knows america right now has a weak president and they're taking an advantage talking about the migrants, of course they're going to come over here when they're gonna, they hear that people are stealing and they're not being arrested and all these murders that are taking place. How do we know if they're not even taking place with people that have come here without us knowing who they even are? Yeah. Everybody's floating here like, hey, an open farm here, go ahead.
5: No, you, you're you're making some excellent points, and it and it does it does point to um, it points to a, a lack of leadership. It points to weak leadership uh, coming out of the absolutely. Oval Office, and and absolutely. And I I just feel that we are we are flirting with a disaster, and other other countries are looking at what's going on and and it it's it, it's a problem it's a problem Anastasia that's going to only escalate we do thank you uh for the call thank you and have a uh, a great morning let's go to tom tom in the bronx good morning tom what are your so, thoughts this I'm morning i'm
4: surprised that canada was willing to take a lot of people wholesale it seems uh, just letting them in the, into canada i would think people from ukraine would Gravitate to go to Canada. These people that from Central America, they're used to warm climates, and not used to this terrible cold climate there.
5: Hey, Tom, Tom, but but what why why do you really care where they're going? As long as they're leaving here,
4: well, it's not the point. The point is why would they take people that are from the Caribbean or you know, I mean, from the warm climate up there? It's not the point. Of I'm just. I'm just wondering what's going on, you know.
5: Well, Trudeau said that they are all welcomed in Canada. So, my 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 point is, let them go, let them go. Well, all right,
4: that's one thing. But I, I'd like to say too that uh, that uh, can I would think they would. Ha- how do they vet these people when they let them in there?
5: Okay, but Tom, what? Why is that an issue for for Americans?
4: Well, I, what I'm getting at is, I I wonder, I, I want, a lot of these people were, were from Venezuela, they were oil drillers. I wonder if Canada wants them for oil drilling or something, you know.
5: Maybe, maybe. Tom, I, I appreciate the call, but the bottom line at the end of the day, as long as they are leaving New York, it is a good day and it is a good thing. Dominic Carter here with you Talk Radio seventy seven WABC Susan in Brooklyn. Good morning, Susan. What's on your mind,
8: Dominic? Listen, you know I'm I'm like one of your biggest fans, but I can't understand why you keep calling these um, illegal invaders these mooches. Um, uh, most of them, because there's only a few of them that are really legit. Um, you know, they're for. Uh, um, asylum- um through the actual rules of asylum um I heard uh Curtis calling them illegal aliens, but migrants that I, I why is there some reason you keep calling them that and I thought you said that Canada was arresting them as soon as they came across the border no yes, no, no 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 I'm no 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 no
5: okay no no, no, no. What I what I'm trying okay maybe maybe I wasn't as clear as as I should be. What I'm trying to say is the moment they hit Canada, Canada sets the right tone by they're welcomed into the country, but they notify them upon their arrival that they are under arrest. So that's how you start out in the country. You don't start out the way that you did in cities like New York and El Paso with gimme, 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 free, free, free and the best of services. So I'm trying to make the point, Susan, that the Mounties in, um, in Canada, that based on the government, they're setting the right tone. They, they are welcome. They are accepting them into Canada, but they are telling them that the moment you hit the country, that it, that you are under uh, arrest and that's a different way than than the way they were treated in New York in which the immigration commissioner goes to the Port Authority at 6 o'clock in the morning to welcome them here, and then they're put up in luxury hotels. Now, what I have a question for you, Susan. You want me to call them, um, uh, uh, what, what's the term you use, Susan?
8: I don't know, just uh,
5: invaders or... Uh, but, but okay, uh, well, but what's what's the difference? Please tell me what the difference is.
8: Well, I think migrant is um, something that where a country is actually war torn, and the people are like maybe Ukrainians that had to leave because they were getting the heck bombed out of them. Now a lot of these people. Now we have Russians and Chinese coming in through the southern borders from 150 countries. There's absolutely no. Uh, so I don't know. I just think migrants is uh, not
5: a, a uh, accurate way to to describe them. Okay. Well, they're they're trying to migrate from one country to another. I've I've heard I've seen the emails where where you know some of you folks want us to use stronger language, and I I think that my language outside of calling them migrants has been quite strong and i i don't really see the difference it it's it, to me i i don't see the difference but i but i hear you i hear you susan and i uh i thank you for the call Ed in Staten Island also feels the same way, but first we are going to take a break. When we come back, we'll go to Ed's call and all the other calls. And folks, join the 77 WABC VIP Club by downloading the app and going to wabcradio.com slash VIP and enter now for this week's 77 W.A.B.C. VIP Club Prize, a visit to the 77 W.A.B.C. studios to record a 77 W.A.B.C. promo. You will actually record a promo. And now is your chance to work with the uh, best and record a real 77 W.A.B.C. script. Join our 77 W.A.B.C. family as every week Every week we are giving away prizes to our VIP members and prizes include live event experiences, celebrity meet and greets, signed items, concert tickets, and much more. This week, a lucky 77 WABC VIP member will be chosen to visit our studios and record a WABC promo. Dominic Carter here with you. When we come back, we're going to go to Ed in Staten Island. He says Susan is right. They are not migrants. We're also going to go to Nevada, Brooklyn, Yonkers, New Jersey, and Austin. Talk
4: Radio 70. Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC.
5: And we are back, going right back to your telephone calls discussing the issue of the migrants. Bye bye. Bye bye. The city administration is providing tickets for them to take the bus up to the ones that want to go up to Plattsburgh, New York, which is way, way upstate on the tip. Uh, of the Canadian border, only 20 miles away, and then they uh, take a bus service into um, into Canada, and then they are no longer the problem of the United States of America. We have an off-duty police officer, so sad, shot, uh, fighting for his life. All he tried to do with his brother-in-law is purchase a vehicle on, um, on Facebook uh, Marketplace, and uh, it's something I've used myself. And um, I guess it's just a reflection of the times that we live in. That mother that appeared on page one uh, in terms of her four-year-old child that was sucker punched in the face, four years old, the mother was referred to Mama Bear basically being on the attack. And um, the mother has decided she's had enough. She's picked up her family and she's left New York for Myrtle Beach, South carolina, and um you know we we wish her well because uh everyone's um uh, patience is, is is running short with the situation that we are dealing with. I mentioned Ed in Staten Island, so Ed, please tell me why is it so important that that i not why not I should not use the word migrant Tell me why
4: because the only way to solve a problem is to identify the problem. First, they're not asylum seekers. That's like a term for.
5: OK, okay so wait, Ed, what what should they be called? Well, hold on. No, Ed, I don't I don't I have a lot of calls and I can't let you set up your story. So just tell me I'm going to let you finish, but I need you to tell me what should they be called?
4: Migrants referred to uh, tribal Ed, for,
5: for now the third time. What should they be called?
4: You know, you don't get to dictate how I talk.
5: Okay, you're done, Ed. Thank you very much, and you have a beautiful morning. Let's go to John in Brooklyn. Good morning, John. What's on your mind? Quick things. Uh,
6: I think the balloon should have been shot down earlier, and uh, I, I am disgusted with how we're bending over backwards to the communist Chinese. And I know this as someone who is ethnically of Chinese ancestry, but I am a loyal native-born American. And we should have done something to have told the Chinese to stop as soon as we saw the balloon coming into American airspace. That's one. Two, I don't like the term migrants either. I prefer the term illegal aliens. We need to recognize and identify them for what they are. Okay, so
5: wait, John. So you say illegal aliens. So then if we call them illegal aliens, right? Mm-hmm. So then, how will we separate them from other illegal aliens?
6: Well, that's a that's a fair point, but in this case, I would say that we have just bust them back to where they came from. I if they agree, don't want to go to I, Canada. They send them back to Latin America
5: i I agree with you i I agree with you wholeheartedly uh but my issue is that once they hit the uh the uh, the border at, at in Canada they're no longer the problems of the United States and in particular no longer the problems of of the united states john i I thank you for your call, and I want you to have a wonderful morning. I just want to reference real quick the the last caller when i when I ask you folks a question I'm asking the question. It, two things I want to say. There are some people in the world that like to tell a long story. And there are some days when I can I can have you take the story, tell the story, and there are some days when I can't. And this morning happens to be one of these times where I can have you set up some long story that may make perfect sense to you, but if I'm asking you a question and I can't follow the story, if I can't follow it, then possibly other people can't follow it. And so all I was trying to establish was the same way John in Brooklyn just answered it. What would you call them? And I couldn't get a clear answer on three tries. And so I have to move on. It's unfortunate. I'm not trying to dictate uh, what someone says, but if I ask you a question is a reason why I'm asking you the question, Alan Yonkers. And then we're going to Jennifer in Boston. Al, what's on your mind?
6: Yeah, good morning, Dominic. Uh, good morning to you. You good know, morning. I just wanted to say, in regards to the uh, balloon uh, in our airspace, uh, I think the administration uh, handled it. Uh, you know, they were late to take it out, but at least they took it out. I think if they didn't do anything, uh, it would be worse for the administration. So I think at l- least that, that shooting it down into our waters was better than uh, doing nothing.
5: There, there's a point to be made for that, Al, but, but it, you know, the administration waited several days apparently. And then the question becomes how much information was gathered uh, against the United States that could be used against the country in that time. Al, we we appreciate the call, my friend, and I want you to have a great morning, Jennifer, in Boston. Good morning, Jennifer. Hi,
9: Dominic. I hope you had a wonderful weekend. It's great to hear you, as always.
5: Thank you. Very um, kind of you to say. Thank you.
9: Thank you, dear. Um, real quick, I just want to send some goodwill to David in the Bronx, and I'm just so proud of everyone in your listening audience, you and Reader and and Frank. Um, People have stepped up for him, and um, we all have to look out for each other in life, you know, there, but for the grace of God. And we've all, unless we're incredibly lucky, all have had hard times in our life, and we don't know when a hard time could be around the corner. You are correct. You are correct. I want to, yeah, I just want to encourage people as of earlier today, that page was still up on GoFundMe, David from the Bronx, David from the Bronx. And um, I'm very grateful. I, I donated my sister, my mother. Um, and I'm that's just,
5: that's they, very they, kind of you, your mother, and your sister. And and it's at it's at it's at a goal of uh, twenty five hundred, almost twenty five hundred, out of a goal yeah. of. Uh, and that's only what a couple of days out of a goal of seven thousand dollars.
9: Yep. And if I could, real quick, Dominic, on the migrants, I just want to say, um, it's it's a shame that people basically break into our country. <laughs> They do, because they don't enter legally. Um, they're supposed to go to port of entry Agreed. if they're speaking
10: as
5: uh,
9: Or go to their, you know, embassy in their own country. And they don't. They cross through numerous countries, and they get here because, like you said, they have their hand out. And they know what they're going to get. Meanwhile, people like my mother, who struggled to put food on our table, she worked. She she w- would ride her bike to work, Dominic. And she was at w- Anyway. She won't even buy coffee now because she says she can't afford it. If I get her her favorite bread, I have to lie and tell her I got it on sale. Okay, I wait,
5: did. wait, wait, wait. Jennifer, wait. Why why did your mom ride her bike to work?
9: Because she didn't have a car when we were young. My parents couldn't afford it.
5: <laughs> okay. So, 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 you know, so like so many other parents, like so many other mothers, she did what she had to do.
9: She would take a 25-pound bag of onions from the, from the grocery store because she would make – big meals, like one pot meals, so she could extend the food. And uh, she did for us, Dominic, she never, and my family, my family, like a lot of families, um, they immigrated legally, legally from Europe. And uh, they had sponsors and the whole thing, and they never took a dime from anybody, anywhere. And these people here that are stealing $12,000 at Macy's, and it's just disgusting what we have allowed to happen. And we're giving our country away. We really are allowing it to be stolen from us. And it's not even I guess stolen. We're just giving it away. So thank you for hearing me and I hope people will wake up and I've said this before and call your representatives and and you know, locally, at the state level and at the federal level, and let your voice be heard and God willing someone will listen to us eventually. Thanks A- for hearing agreed,
5: me. Agreed. Agreed, Jennifer. Thank you for, for making that comment. Folks I know that most people think that it's a waste of time to contact your local representative, but they take they take count of of those types of calls, and call your local representative and give them or their spokesperson an earful. Let them know, you know what I'm sure they'll limit the the call that that um that that you're making, but it, we, we've got to do something because. I, you know, I, I looked at, you know, Friday, Friday night, I was up in uh, Providence, as I mentioned at the top of the show. And, um, and I was, um, I had my grandkids at a, at a hotel in Providence. And, you know, and we, we were looking forward to, to the basketball clinic on Saturday. And I thought about how cold it was, how cold it was. And so now we see that on Friday, uh, Mayor Adams spent, uh, the night, with with migrants. Mm, mm. How about spending the night with American homeless people? How about spending the night, and maybe he has, but how about spending the night with veterans that are down on their luck? And, okay, so I'm on the fence about the fact that the mayor spent the night with them on the cold night uh, at the shelter in Brooklyn But he basically delivered a message of kumbaya, I'm in this fight with you, to the migrants. And that's why I respect what the Mounties are doing in Canada the moment you enter the country. The Mounties are telling them, whether it's enforced or not, the Mounties are telling them, you you have just entered Canada, you are under arrest. Now, do you see the difference for the way initially that Canada is dealing with this as opposed to Mayor Adams that stays with them and makes a statement like like we're brothers and we're in this together? No, we're not. If I'm going to be frank and honest with you folks, we're not. You have to enter the country legally and then we are in this together, but not the way that this has gone down. Let's go to John in Nevada. Good morning, John. What's on your mind?
11: Good morning, Dominic. Good morning. Uh, good to talk to you again.
5: Go right ahead, please, it is, John.
11: It is, uh, it is true that they are illegal immigrants. Uh, the big mistake here was Biden stopping the construction of the Trump border wall. What has happened has shown exactly how badly we needed that border wall. And I think it will be one of the main issues in the next presidential election. Perhaps it will sweep Trump back to power. Um, I wanna commend Mayor Adams for sleeping at the tent city. Uh, it showed uh, that there's nothing wrong with the tent city. And it, it uh, he just had to explain to the migrants or the illegal immigrants that in America, children and women get a preference for housing. Uh, housing children in their mothers is more important.
5: John, do you think that's yes. something that needs to be expressed?
11: Um, I think to the core group of uh, illegal immigrants that were sleeping out in front of the hotel uh, and refused to go to the shelter, I don't think they comprehended that the children have a priority over John,
5: them. wait, John, John, please help me. What is there not to comprehend?
11: Ah, uh, they are spoiled. They got here. They got a good deal, and they wanted to keep their good deal. Uh, they needed to be reminded that kids have priority in america
5: okay but but john here's the way that you remind them. You tell them one time and one time only you have two hours to pack your belongings you're being moved to a shelter, and if they say no, in comes the n y p d there's nothing to negotiate there's nothing to bargain. They're not even supposed to be here, John, so you're giving the mayor credit but but i I push back and say, "Give him credit for what? How about Friday night rather than sleeping with the migrants? How about going to a shelter that houses Americans? Do that next.
11: But the whole crux of the problem is we don't have Trump's border wall.
5: But, John, I'm going to come back to the border wall in a second because I agree with you. But you start with the migrants and not the Americans? He has a special spot
11: in his heart for the migrants. He loves them.
5: John. And he feels bad for them. John, he doesn't have a special spot in his heart for the migrants. It's called wanting to go to Washington as either the VP or the president, ultimately. That's his special spot. That's his special spot for the uh, migrants. Friend, I, I do appreciate your call and your perspective. I really do, John. Thank you. Look forward to chatting with you in the future. Dominic Carter here with you. We are going to take a break. When we come back, the Chronicles of Dominic Carter and more of your telephone calls from Brooklyn to New Jersey, Westchester, and another call in New Jersey. We'll be right back.
4: WABC. These are the chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 W.A.B.C.
5: That shot off-duty NYPD officer where his brother-in-law returned fire when they were robbed, a botched robbery where they had went to an area from Facebook Marketplace to purchase a vehicle. And what caught my eye, besides the fact that we are praying deeply for this officer to be okay, is that Bishop Gerald Seabrooks, Bishop Gerald Seabrooks, the president of the United Clergy, Clergy Coalition, uh, said during an event with Mayor Adams, and I'm quoting here, we are asking parents to bring their children back to the church so that we can once again practice morals and values. It bears repeating. We are asking parents to bring their children back to the church so we can, so that we can once again practice morals and values. It's something that's lacking these days. And, and we, we, we have to get back to something folks because the way things are working right now, it's just terribly wrong. Where the far left is calling the shots, migrants doing whatever they feel like doing. It, it's just a horrible situation. China with, with, their, with their spy balloon, and we can go on and on and on. And by the way, tomorrow's the State of the Union address. Tomorrow is the State of the Union address for President Biden. Alex in Brooklyn. Good morning, Alex. What's on your mind?
0: Hey, good morning, Dominic. Thanks for taking the call. The first thing that Biden should actually address tomorrow night is that balloon from the Chinese and warn them that if that ever happens again, we're going to respond with uh, some kind of military action. But you were talking about the border, and I think that – you know if we're giving these migrants the, the these great standards of care, we should be at least applying the same standard to our veterans and our homeless people in this country at least the same standard Absolutely. of care But now here's the thing: the Republicans and the right wing media and I'm uh, sorry to say this thing, well, people like you are also focusing i think on the wrong strategy to convince Democrats to come over to our side. And be opposed to the open illegal immigration crisis that's happening because we're busy focusing on, oh, these people shouldn't be allowed in here. They have to come in through the legal process. Democrats don't care about the legal process. Democratic voters just say we feel bad for these people. They're going through difficult times. We have to allow them in here. We have to give them all this money and free food and, food and phones and whatever else. What we need to focus on to convince Democrats to vote against these Democratic politicians just because of the border problem is we need to talk about the criminals. 1.2 million gotaways, and the majority of these gotaways are probably criminals because why wouldn't you turn yourself in if you get a free smartphone, housing, food, and care unless you're a criminal? You know you're going to be sent back. So if we explain to the American people, and specifically Democrats, that these criminals are coming in here and that the amount of cocaine that came in through that border can kill everybody in this country a few times over, that might wake up, I think, a big percentage of Democrats that are going to say, I know someone that died from overdosing in fentanyl or cocaine. And it's the problem that's caused by this open border crisis, and that may turn them to vote against their own party of Democratic politicians.
5: I I hear you Alex I I don't think anything's going to work thank you for the call on the uh on the democratic side as it relates to uh to this situation Larry in Brooklyn good morning Larry what's on your mind Yeah
10: well the first thing I want to say Dominic is uh you know um this this uh Reverend Seabrook should be commended but I don't think he's going to get far unless the adults set the example for morality, and uh, that begins with enacting a death penalty uh, in the legislature because the way this cop was killed, I think everybody should see that they're soliciting crime. They're luring people. We need the death penalty. And as far as morality goes— Hey, uh, Larry,
5: just just hold for one second. I hear you on the death penalty, and I agree with you. We can't even get them to keep criminals in jail. And you're talking about a death penalty?
10: Well, actually, to tell you the truth, one criminal, did they did keep in jail, and he died. A 65-year-old man died in Rikers Island yesterday because he was kept there for selling a controlled substance. We're letting all these violent animals out to, to hurt and maim 90-year-old men Okay, who are are attending their stores, and we and then one 65 year old man who can't make bail. He may have sold sold one amphetamine. So this is this is this is this is basically Sodom and Gomorrah. Okay, and uh, I also want to say that Sarah Huckabee Sanders set the standard for morality in her state when she sponsored a bill that there are no drag queen performances in front of children because that's considered an adult. Act an adult performance, and I, okay? I I
5: agree with that. I agree with the governor. I think she's headed in the right direction. I really do. Right now, so and, go ahead, Larry?
10: We are, we, we are very far, if you think that one to bringing a few children back into the church is going to do it, when the adults themselves, those two legislators, Carl Hastie and, 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 and uh, Stuart Cousins, when they are insisting on maintaining crime to the rate that it is that an officer has to get shot in the head. If you think we're going to go back to morality when the adults are not practicing morality, I think everybody's in, in really in a, in a, in a dream.
5: Well, okay. I, I I hear you, Larry, and um, it, it does seem like we're in a nightmare of a dream sometimes these days. Thank you for the call. Ilona in Westchester County, good morning. What's on your mind?
12: Hey, Dominic. I'm uh, just very uh, sad about this police officer, you know, that wound yes. up uh, shot in the head. Yes. And, and, again, if we don't start this law and order you know, and just making people understand that, you know, when you commit a crime, you know, you're going to stay in jail and you're going to pay the price. You know,
5: I I, um, ag- I agree with you. It, it's horrible what happened. And think about this for a second. Even if he does live his life as a police officer in all likelihood is over his life in terms of how he knew his life, that it's over. It's And for what? Twenty four thousand dollars. And this is not the first time that it's happened. Uh, robberies from uh, from a Facebook marketplace?
12: Everybody to send prayers because, you know, police officers, you know, really they go out there and they risk their lives for us. You know, unfortunately there are a few, You know, you know, bad apples, of course, just like in any other profession. But they're out there every stinking day, every stinking night, and they'll risk their life for us. This guy, this is his money he made, right? To go get a car, and he has to be shot like this. I mean, it's so disgusting. It's so vile, you know.
5: And And can I just go ahead? He's, I'm going to let you say it. He's a father of two, a father of two, and Mm -hmm. when police responded, when police, 26 years old, when police responded, uh, he was, um, he was on the floor, apparently uh, bleeding. When the officers responded to to the uh, to the location, it's just it's it's just, he was on on lying on his back on the ground with his NYPD shield and service weapon nearby. Go right ahead, please. I, I I'm I'm I just I'm just so upset. You know, I feel so bad because
12: again, you know, we know darn well right now if we need the police, they're coming. They are coming, and and they're always you know whenever I run into a police office, they're always kind always kind. They want to know if I'm okay. Um, and, and I'm going to tell you another thing. This is really important. If you look on the Florida channel, you have such punk bums, monster savages that are going after the police. Direct D, Long Island Audit, San Joaquin, many others. um uh, DM, DM, whatever his name is. Look on the Florida channel. They're all Going after the police, rogue nation, and they're trying to make them look like they call them cowards. They curse at them. Uh, and, and this has got to stop, okay, because they're getting away with it. It,
5: this does, has it, does, it does have to stop. I thank you for the call. It does have to stop. I agree with you. Whatever we need to do, uh, we need to start doing it because things can't continue along this path. Russ, White Plains, good morning, Russ. What's on your mind?
1: Hey, Dominic, could it come out that this brother-in-law shot him, the police officer himself? I mean, $24,000 in cash, was he trying to evade the the tax? I mean, why would you do that? I feel bad. Okay, wait, 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 wait,
5: wait. Russ. You said that you believe the brother-in-law shot him?
1: I I say that because um, they're talking about the brother-in-law returning fire, and they didn't talk about that right away. So when they bring that out later it tells me they're easing it up and trying to get us ready for a story where the brother-in-law returned fire and accidentally shot his his brother-in-law so you know there's okay, always but more wait, the but story. wait
5: wait russ russ but russ, the, russ the, wait, yeah, wait, wait, wait 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 russ so it, it just can't be there, there are at least three other situations that have gone down exactly like this they just can't be that these animals are trying to scam somebody that can't be
1: Twenty four thousand dollars cash. To because, any because, counter.
5: because, if you look, here's why. As yeah. somebody who's used Facebook Marketplace, uh-huh. if if you're selling the if you're purchasing an item and you look on on Marketplace and you find the exact item that you're looking for, and if the the, the offer that you the price you agreed on is twenty four thousand dollars, it's either you show up with the money or the next person has the money and you're going to lose out on the deal. I'm yeah, telling you what crazy. I know for a fact.
1: Dominic, don't they have this thing PayPal where there's a, a secure transaction yes, that you
5: could? Yes, but Russ, if, if yeah. you have something that other people want, you they may say I'm not accepting PayPal. If they have something, if they have something that 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 there's a need for, they set the terms for how to. A lot of people that sell on marketplace won't accept PayPal because they're afraid that they're going to get um uh, uh, scammed. You have a lot of scammers out there. Russ, please wrap this up. i got to go to Frank Moran. Okay, on. real
1: quick. I just wanted to say these migrants are here because young people in this country aren't having children. Chuck Schumer said and he let it slip when he said we need them here to take the job so we can keep the wages low. Thanks very much, Don. Thank you,
5: Russ. They're, but they're here because they get over artists looking for a better life. Frank Marano, the other side of Midnight. Good morning to Hello, you, sir. Dominic. What do you have coming up? I'm really
2: excited about today's show. Very rare show where we have no guests. So I like those shows because it allows me to take a story that should be two minutes and turn it into an 11-minute story. Which is my my favorite thing to do, stretch those stories out take take ten minutes to say my own name, love those, and also uh, more importantly, it's going to give folks an opportunity to call in and be heard yes. on all the various subjects that we're going to be talking about, including this Chinese balloon and a bunch of other things a lot of uh, a lot of fun stuff that we get, we have to get over the next four hours and, and
5: commendation and so you're going to start with phone calls the first hour no first hour, last hour, all four hours. So it's a great opportunity to reach you. Absolutely, right? I mean, <laughs> that's right, exactly. Because, because sometimes you have these wonderful guests, and you know, and, and sometimes you have your topics. And it makes it hard to get the
2: calls in. That's right. That's right. So we're, we're going to get to uh, a lot of stuff. We're going to be over the balloon. And, uh, you know, the, it was the Grammys last night. We'll tell you if anything interesting happened there. And uh, a lot of other interesting stories that people may have missed.
5: Fair enough. Let's go to Roy. Roy in New Jersey. You're talking to Frank Morano and Dominic Carter. Go right ahead, please.
4: Hi. Good morning. Well, good morning. Any time you see a female illegal that came across that border they're always pushing a baby carriage because once they're here and they have a baby, they'll never deport that kid because that kid now becomes a citizen in the United States. So in your travels, you just look. Every Mexican woman has a baby carriage.
5: Hmm. Well, if they're not born here, they're not U.S. citizens. And I, 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 I hear you, Roy. I, I, I hear your point. Folks... I wish, I wish that I could. You know what? I'm going to try Steve in New Jersey. Steve, you've got 20 seconds. Go ahead, please.
0: Two points. There are false reports going on that this happened three times with with uh, with a foreign aircraft invading U.S. airspace under Trump, and they hit it. That's false. That's a lie. Contrary, the Biden people were trying to hide it
1: for two days.
5: Okay. All right. That that's it. But thank you, Steve. Uh, folks, have a great day. Frank Milano coming up. I will be back at 5 p.m. with John Matiti's Cats at Night.
9: When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner.